0: Good afternoon, and welcome to another exciting episode of How Betty Davis Saved My Life Life Lessons from Classic Hollywood and. I am Moya, and I have my co-pilot extraordinaire, your name, ma'am.
1: I'm Georgia. Hi, everyone.
0: Hi, and we're so happy to be here with you again, and we are looking forward to another episode. We are in the 21st century for this episode. (laughs) Is this our first 21st century movie? I think. I think it is. Don't quote me on that, guys. Um, if I'm wrong, let us know. You know, we have our Facebook ba- Facebook page. How Betty Davis saved my life. You can check us out on there. We do have some um, videos on YouTube as well. Um, and we are on all uh, or most uh, uh, streaming podcasts, Apple, iHeart, um, Spotify, Casto. So check us out there. Please check us out. So. Without further ado, I guess this is a special premiere we're doing, uh, allegedly, our first 21st century. And Georgia, what is the 21st century movie? Georgia, what is that movie? It's
1: Sylvie's Love.
0: Sylvie's Love. That's right. An Amazon Prime Video original production. It's a movie, obviously. And um, Georgia, we probably could have put this on an episode of Late to the Party (laughs) because it's been out at least a year and um it was on our things to watch list and we were just now getting around to it so please forgive us yes we are technically late to the party but yeah sylvia's love what a treat what a treat and a delight right georgia oh
1: i love this movie yes it is it feels like it's a classic I was so amazed. I thought, I, this movie couldn't have been made, uh, just released last year. It has such a beautiful, retro, uh, classic, throwback to a bygone era feel to it. I was blown away. I really was. Yes. This is, I I. I, I am just, I, I really, read, I want to start it by saying, okay, first of all, I have a confession, everybody. I am a hopeless romantic.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> and if you want to see something that's different than a Hallmark movie, but still yeah. it still gives you all the feels. Yes. And it's like pure escape and you want romance. This is your movie.
0: It was, um, and and I and you're right, it was like a ha- Hallmark type movie. It it is one of those classic You know, like, I mean, look, like women, we're late to the party. I know you guys, most of you guys have seen it. So if you're a fan of it, this is great talk for you or you have not seen it and you are a hopeless romantic. Okay. Well, and sit back, relax and enjoy because you're right. It's a throwback and it's Hallmark-ish without being too sappy. And I am not a Hallmark movie fan. I'm full disclosure. I am not a hopeless romantic. I cannot stand romance films. Um, unless there's, you know, me guys, unless there's some great tragedy, like, you know, my favorite quote unquote romance movie is, um, oh, West Side Story, which unfortunately they're remaking Steven Spielberg. You know, I really don't have any beef with him, but bruh, don't mess with West Side Story. So, you know, it's what, you know what Hollywood tends to do with (laughs) remakes and I don't care if it is Spielberg. Some things should not be tampered with. So anyway, you know, I like West Side Story because it's tragic. But other than that, George, I can't stand romantic movies. <laughs> but this one I really enjoyed. So tell me why you like this movie.
1: The reason I like this movie is because you can tell it was made with a lot of love and yes. dignity. Yes, yes. And it has, it's, it's classy, it's beautiful. Very it's classy. Elegant, and the production values are so rich. They're such amazing attention to detail if you love anything about the 50s and 60s you know because it made me think like that's how my mom and dad used to dress right if you like costuming if you like cinematography if you like a, a musical store that a musical score rather yes that is is so rich it's got jazz it's got beginning rock and roll uh And did I say fashions? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, I. there is so much to see in this movie to love. The story, the acting, everything Mm -hmm. is just beautifully done. And the thing that is so amazing about this movie, I kept thinking as I was watching it, was... Maybe the story, the 40s or 50s, or even 60s. Uh-huh. But what is so and this cannot be underestimated, the point I'm about to make. Listen to this because I want to underline it. The movie, the cast is either all black or persons of color. And what one of the things that I loved about this movie is that it's about people who are living their lives. You know, they fall in love, they have families, they work. There, you know, I I could really relate to this. Mm -hmm. It was very relatable. And I love that they did this movie because I kept thinking, man, why couldn't they have done earlier? And I was thinking if they'd done earlier, then who would they have done? I was thinking, oh, maybe, you know, Sydney Poitier or Diane Carroll. I don't know. My mind was just going in all these places when I was watching this. But Uh it is just such, this, I feel like the director, who is also a musician, I felt like he was trying to in a way uh I think reclaim the fact that this is a movie that could have been done earlier and we're seeing it now. Right. I I, I just felt like I was going back in a time machine. Yeah. It was it was just amazing to me. I, and so that's what I loved about the movie.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean I totally agree with everything you said. And it harkened back to what you mentioned Sidney Poitier and uh him with Diane Carroll, and I think it was paul newman and i and and um and what was yeah. it something blues, and y'all tell me the name I cannot think of Paris blues, I think maybe um it harkened back to that time, George, you about to say something?
1: I think that's it. I, I saw a snippet of
0: a movie that made me think of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I
1: didn't see the whole movie, but yeah, I think it was Paris Blues. And yeah. and
0: it's, it was the same type of setup, jazz musicians trying to make it and what have you. Um. So let's get a little bit into the plot <clears throat> because, I mean, it's it's nothing earth shattering. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I don't know, you want to call them star-crossed love. Look, they literally into the stars, so they might be star-crossed lovers in the movies. So... <laughs> Um, Georgia, what do you want to say about the plot?
1: Okay, well, to frame it, okay, the movie takes place in the late 50s and early 60s. It's in Harlem, New York. Uh, and so we have Sylvie, and she is helping her father run his uh, record store that he owns. And then we have Robert. Robert is a very talented saxophone player. He plays in a jazz quartet. And the two meet there, and then this is the beginning of their romance and the stages of their careers and personal lives. So this is kind of it plays out over a few years. and And be ready, there is it's it's a roller coaster. The love, the path of true love never runs straight. Maybe that's something that Shakespeare said, but that's what we're going to be seeing in
0: this movie. Yes, and that's and that's basically it. Um, and a tagline was like, "Sometimes the right love comes along comes along at the wrong time." Um, and brilliant acting. Uh, Tessa Thompson, who's really hot right now. She's been in every movie. Creed. She was, I first saw her in Thor Ragnarok. Um, and and uh, one of my favorite movies. Don't come, don't come for me, y'all geeks, cause I don't care. Um, I, that that movie was good. Uh, one of the better um, MCU uh, uni- uh, hero movies. So leave me alone. I don't care. That's my opinion. But that's when I first saw her. She was Valkyrie, I think. And uh, and so then she went on to do other stuff. And I'm like, she's, she's a really, um, really uh, working actress. She was in Avengers, Endgame and all that stuff, the MCU. Okay. And <clears throat> I, I believe she produced this as well. So she had some skin in the game as in this as well. And Eugene Ash, he wrote and directed I believe he is a um, musician, I think he said he's a musician as yes. well. It's set in Harlem like in the late, I'm sorry in the early 60s, like kind of late 50s, early 60s. So it follows Sylvie, like I said, as a young woman. It's, the Korean War is on. So that's giving you an idea of the time frame. And her fiancé is in the Korean War and you don't see him till later on in the movie and they allude to him. And so Sylvie has had this affair with the, um, young saxophonist, uh, Robert Holloway, I believe, uh, call him B flat, who is played brilliantly. Um, I hope this guy has a, a long career as well. I, I'm going to screw up his name. I'm going to try, I'm going to try to say his name. Namdi Asamuga. Um, um, so he, so this was pitch perfect casting, wasn't it? Um, Georgia, wasn't it pitch perfect?
1: yes <clears throat> i thought she was a brilliant choice and i was so amazed that he was an ex-nfl football player because i loved the way he came on the two of them had wonderful chemistry there are some really small very tender moments but what i loved what the director did with tessa thompson was that he played to her strengths in this movie which i felt like he would do a lot of close ups of her face mm-hmm. because her face is so effective yes. in portraying her emotions she is has so much range in expressing her thoughts and feelings as they're playing out you can look at her face and you know what she's thinking and feeling i loved it. she's got these big expressive kind of like doe eyes yeah you know? yeah mm-hmm. and and, and, um, and i thought this was so Bought on with the two of these because yes. you know, sometimes you look at two actors and go, eh, I'm not really that convinced of their chemistry, right? This, this movie, I was convinced they yes. really did have chemistry. And as an aside, you know, y'all know Carrie Washington, I mean, this actor who played Robert, this is in real life, that's her, her beau, you know, okay. So, um, but uh, very um, impressive because how many movies do you see that celebrate black love? Like,
0: you know, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, since we're going there, <laughs> let me just say this. This movie was a breath of fresh air. Because to your point, there was literally a movie called Black Love, and that's probably been several movies. Oh, there was. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> um and it was on OWN, I think. And I and it and it actually featured, that's so ironic you said that. <clears throat> actually featured the guy Alano Miller, Lacey Parker who played uh Sylvie Sylvie's husband who married her. Um even though she was I, I hate to give away spoilers. I'm going to try not to give away spoilers. I, and I'm I'm going to it's going to be very hard. But anyway, Alano Miller plays the husband, okay? And he was in a movie called Black Love that in my opinion totally stunk. I didn't get past 3 minutes of it because it was so stereotypical black you know, uh, she's from the wrong side of tracks. He's a young black man coming up and he's gonna cape for her and, and you know, <laughs> do a black pig or bligmalion, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I, it didn't work. I didn't like it. You know, if you liked it, let me know uh, uh, on, on Facebook. But I didn't particularly care for it because it's the same freaking story all the time. Um, so this was so refreshing because I'm not gonna lie. If you, it was a, was this kind of a blackwashing? And yeah, I'm going there because I uh, have not seen, the movie didn't preach to you. It it had some racial moments, but it wasn't all about race, 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 and the black people. You saw black people doing it. You would not know that there was a civil rights movement, whether you agree with that in the movie or not. It did touch on it, on racism and racial, you know, whatever. But the focus of the story was these people in love and men and women and relationships. And it was so refreshing. I I was waiting for Georgia the whole time. It's sad because we've been so, we're we're, we're like have PTSD, Hollywood PTSD. I'm waiting. Okay. Like, all right, who's gay? All right. Wasn't that who going to jail? Okay. Where the police at? (laughs) because this is obligatory no it's actually obligatory in Hollywood to have these storylines and when it didn't happen I almost rewinded and said I obviously missed that point in the movie but no it was harkening back to like Dora's Day and all these type of you know and and it was just so classy and Laura let's talk about the soundtrack if you are a jazz fan a true jazz fan, and and I and I am. So I knew when it was saying Mingus and Monk and Nancy Wilson and playing all these. And the movie was dedicated to, I think Diane Carroll, Nancy Wilson, and someone else. They say the name, and I think I know who it was, but I can't remember. But you know, because the opening sequence, Sylvia is wearing this gorgeous, uh, blue sky blue gown. That you easily would have seen Doris Day. I think it did say Doris. That was other person. This the director and the producer, whoever, they 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 dedicated it to. So it was definitely harkening back on that Doris Day vibe. She's in this gorgeous sky blue um ensemble, waiting to go into him. Fancy Nancy. That's what they called her. The fancy Miss Nancy Wilson. So, guys, if you love and you know, it's unfortunate because they say a line in this movie that Jazz is dead, and Jazz was not dead during this time. It was kind of dying because rock and roll was taken off. Yeah. But they mentioned Coltrane and Miles Davis. So it is a love letter to jazz enthusiasts, to romance enthusiasts like yourself and Hollywood lovers, classic Hollywood lovers like ourselves. Right, Georgia? Oh
1: gosh, yes. It had every... Beautiful thing that you loved about classical movies, yes, in it. yes. I, I and the movie because I love the way they selected the music in it, and it was it perfect, so perfectly, yes, to what was happening. I thought, oh my gosh, this is magical, right? The they did this. I, I, you know, you listen to if you don't know anything about jazz mu- music, this is the perfect introduction for somebody to hear it, so you'll know who Coltrane is, who you'll Miles Davis all the greats, uh, Bunk, I mean, all of them in this
0: movie. Yes, yes, yes. They uh, mentioned every, almost anybody who was anybody, Charlie Parker, even though he was dead, but anybody. So it was whoever was hot on that scene. It was just fantastic. And again, it was such a breath of fresh air. I still can't believe this movie got made. (laughs) This movie made money. And, you know, like I said, I'm late to the party and I just, you know, I think I'm gonna go back. I was trying to check some of the chatter about it. Um, but I could watch it again. It was very sweet, very sweet. It
1: was, it was, and boy, you know, I wanted to just go back to some comment that you made. I myself was also waiting for something to happen. Like, oh no, is is somebody going to be a victim of a crime? Right? <laughs> right. Is there going to be like some horrible like act
0: of violence? Right. When a guy was like, driving across, yeah, when you Robert know, was driving to Detroit. Happen? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Go ahead. And thought, because
1: and, and where's the foul language? Yes. None of them. None. None of, And what I loved about this movie also was I felt like these are lives of of black people. They're facing the same issues as white people, you know. And it's about their hopes and their dreams and right. their careers and how you fit th- your personal lives right. In, right. in with your career. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yes. Right. Absolutely, because I can think this is real. This is like how people really live. Right. You know, they live out their lives like this, just like you see in other movies. I, 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 that's what I think. What, what it really amazed me about this movie, and it was done with so much taste. Yes. It's very tasteful. Very elegant. I mean. There is, of course, the people, you know, I mean, they have a relationship, but there's no, a, a lot of nudity right. or anything like that. That's what I, one of the things that I really liked about, it. yes, people in love, but they could do it without, and show passion, but without showing, you know. Right, being
0: vulgar. Yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. Right. Thank you. Right. Yeah. So I just, I just wanted to say that about the movie that made me really admire the, Uh, way it was directed and produced and acted, the whole thing all together. Right. Beautifully done. It's it's a work of art. It is. And and it's, you know, and I found it to just be kind of fun because you cared about the characters and I was rooting for them the whole time. Yes. Like, I wanted love to prevail, but like I said, I'm a hopeless romantic. I kept thinking, will love prevail here? Oh my God! Ah!" (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I just wanted to say, I hope you like this movie as much as Moyen. I do because it is, to me, this is a seminal event in American cinema Mm -hmm. to portray black and people of color like this. There were a few, yes, there were some white people in it, they were peripheral, but this I I thought let's do more of this let's have more that's what I yeah after I stop let's do more you, you show sure you can do it yeah no, do no, do more
0: yeah and I don't know uh, I don't know did you I don't know like how it makes money you know of uh, streaming services they don't have to necessarily reveal that and I don't know how to research so if anybody knows what kind of money it made. You know, I don't know because you know the streaming services measure things differently as as opposed to the traditional box office. So I hope I know it got like four stars, almost five stars. Had about when I checked, it had like over twenty two hundred people had looked at it. Which, in my opinion, I think again, I don't know what's a what's measurable, what's a measure of success with streaming. But to me. For as many people stream Amazon Prime, I felt like, especially a year later, that this movie should have had should have been a double digits of people watching this movie. But had it again, I cannot believe it got made because had it been who shot Peanut and Pookie getting out of jail, I'm telling you, man. (laughs) Um, or the man left, he beat the hell out of the woman, and she on the floor dying, and you know, I'm telling you. That that got a higher number because because unfortunately that's what people have an appetite for. And again, don't come for me because you know I don't care. You know this is my opinion. You are more than welcome to tell us what you think on our Facebook page. But you know that's all they put out there with us. And that's why I'm my eyes are still bucked wide open because I can't believe, and my mouth is still dropped because I cannot. I kept saying. I can't it, it was like going it was like a breath of freaking fresh air people say it all the time but it was like a breath of a, a breath of fresh air now one thing I do want to ask you about Georgia okay oh and I don't want to give away too too many spoilers she got married she look I'm gonna just say it. she was pregnant okay when she got married and no she did not marry the baby's father okay so she found she got married What do you think about how that marriage played out? What do you think about that?
1: Oh, my gosh. You know, in a way, I did admire him because I thought he was pretty noble about raising another man's child. Mm -hmm. I felt like he... the The only problem I really had with him was that... He didn't understand how important her work and her career was because Hmm. Mm -hmm. to be he couldn't understand how a woman's work and career could mean as much as his did to him. Mm -hmm. And and so he had actually two rivals. He had not only her work and her career, but he also he knew that she still harbored feelings for Robert. And so he knew that she she was. Still loved
0: him, but how did he know? Because he had no freaking idea until she did something that made him know. And so, what do you think about that? Yeah. When she she messed up, and then he found, and he 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 didn't know the extent, but he did yes. know that that Robert was back in the picture. So how do you how do you feel about how that went down?
1: Well, you know, to be perfectly honest, I thought to myself, "He's right.
0: Mm-hmm. He's
1: right." Mm-hmm. She, uh, she was with Robert, and you know, my own sense of you know my moral code tells me right. that was wrong. Mm-hmm. That that was wrong.
0: Okay,
1: that was wrong. I mean, even though we're rooting for this couple, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and you want them to be together, that was wrong. She should not have have done that. She shouldn't have been with Robert like she was. Right. I felt he. I felt the husband was right. I, there's mm-hmm. no way I can fault him or blame him or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, because I felt like he acted extremely admirably through the movie. The only thing that I faulted him on was. You know, he expected her to play the little housewife, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when it, and to put her dreams, his like took (laughs) prominence from hers. That was the only fault that I had with him. Otherwise, I didn't, I thought that, uh, you know, I mean, he could have gone and had like a violent rage or something, you know, which any, you know, I mean, but he didn't.
0: Mm -hmm. He didn't.
1: He acted with complete class. Do you? Oh, go ahead. And, uh, but he really, it, it, some of the things that people say in this movie, even though they say it in a few words, yes. they have huge impact. They like sting. Right. They just, boom, right? They drop it. I know it's what you're talking big. about.
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking it's, about. It's big, yeah, what, the, and, right. you know,
1: what he says to her. And, you know, he's right. It, he's right. And, and the impact of it hit Sylvie. She knows that she's right, man, you know, she's, yeah. this, uh, you know. She does care about him, but she's she's hurt him to the core.
0: She has. Right. And I, no, I totally agree with what you're saying. And I think he was a type of guy. He would have been okay with her having her career. I think he was because he loved her so much. I think he he would not have stopped her from having her career. And, you know, like anything else, you know, in relationships, marriages, you negotiate, you know, you can, and, and I don't think he was, uh, a guy that she could not negotiate with, you know. So um all I say is, well, honey, I hope some woman found him and picked him up and was worthy of him. I'll put it like that, because Silver showing the hell wasn't, <laughs> cause she cheated on him twice. Um, if you really want to get down to it. And now I'm gonna tell you what I found strange. And I guess you know, the movie, you gotta move it along because the movie would have been five hours long. How the little girl who was at least six years old in kindergarten just said, oh, okay, where well, are you my daddy now? I'm like, well, Because, like, you know me, I'm clowning. So when he went to push, I'd be like, you ain't my daddy. Like, why are you pushing me? <laughs> Where's my father? Uh, Where is my father? Where's that dude who's been feeding and feeding and clothing me for six years? Sir, who are you? <laughs> so I just like, because I remember... I remember being five or six years old and like, you know, my da- mom and dad split up and she started dating and I was, I, if I didn't say you not my daddy. I certainly let them know that I was not pleased. Like, who are you? So I didn't see much of my mom's guys she dated, you know, cause she already knew my child, please let me put up, bring her by her grandmother. Cause I was, there was going to be an inquest, Georgia. So I was not privy to those type of situations as no child should be. But I just laughed at that, Heist. It just, I was like, because I'm like, where the hell is that conversation? Like, okay, well, this dude ain't your daddy no more. <laughs> this is now yes. new and improved dad. New and improved dad. Here you go. And you're just supposed to accept that crap, you know? So I didn't, I don't know how, but you know, this foolishness happens all the time with women. And they just throw away a good guy like like uh, uh, Lacey, just threw him away. And, and and so, and another person, so, but let's be clear, the movie, this movie was, if you just don't take it for all the sweetness and saccharine, look at the dynamic between Sylvie's mom and her dad. Her mom was a uppity of uh, highfalutin and look at dad was down to earth. Didn't you love the daddy? I love the dad. The, who, I did too. Oh, he, oh gosh, the, in Georgia. So much with the dad. The, and, and the mom, you know, what else? You ain't got people like that, but. but- this movie was so refreshed. Again, how did it get made? Because the black men were the heroes. The black men, you know, yeah, had some, some of them, you know, who was like, you know, a dog or whatever. You know, hey, you know. But the black man, this was a love song to the black man. Thank you, Jesus. Can the black man get some love, okay? And so the black man, shout out to the black manosphere and the rest of that crew. This movie is for you. It was a love because, and, and Robert, yeah, I didn't have anything against him because, again, he gave up. He said, look, I'm broke and I'm giving away or something. But he went, he manned up. I'm not going to tell you too much what he did. You know, look at it for yourself. But he manned up, you know. So there was a lot of sacrifice. And so people, you know, oh, she sacrificed. No, those men sacrificed. Her dad sacrificed for his old uppity wife. Robert sacrificed lacy sacrifice so yes yeah, sylvie sacrificed. but she had th- it was a three to one ratio the, the black man the man three to one sacrificed for their family and did what they had to do to be a real man so shout out to that and i'm gonna stop talking because i don't want to give away too much and we're um just about up on it georgia i'm gonna give you the last word oh my
1: goodness i just want to say this was a very unexpected delight. I had no idea. I hadn't really read too much about it. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to be a, a romantic story, but I had no idea what I was in for. Um, I think this, I, this was a movie that struck me as people were gentle and kind, and they, and they want to be loved. And, and you know, yeah. I, I thought this was a wonderful escape. And I, what I liked about it was it showed people uh being successful or capable yes. of success in, in this movie. Yes. Which um I really one of that's another thing that I really liked about this movie. So I watched it for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. But I thought your analysis about this was like this was showing, you know, black men some love because they don't get right. that much love <laughs> in our movies. They right. they don't. In this one they did. They and there did. were so many things about the different ones yes and i I, like i said i after i saw this movie i thought wow i can't believe it i've never really seen anything like this so if you want to see a movie it's a unicorn it is is a
0: unicorn
1: (laughs) there you go it is a unicorn and so i think i i can't say anything else to improve it beyond that except that you might think it's maybe a formulaic or a cliche movie.
0: Right. You're
1: missing the whole point. You are. You don't understand. This is like Moise said, it, it's a unicorn. This is really very unique. Right. It really is. And so for that reason, I have to give it uh, two thumbs up for me.
0: Absolutely. Four stars, five stars, and shout out to Eugene Ash, the writer-director, and Tessa Thompson, um, and and uh I think Namdi N- Asamoga, I think he put up some money too. He produced as well. So, in and in guys, this yes. last, last piece, that's what it's gonna take. I don't care what race or culture you are, but if you don't, and I don't care what you're doing in your life, if you don't like the situation, instead of oh, you don't do this and screaming and acting a fool and burning stuff down, go take your own freaking money and you go and you go put it to whatever you want it to look like, okay? Don't go, don't, don't go destroy and crap on other people's stuff. That's an energy and time waster. Okay. Go take your own money or your own energy and time and produce whatever you want to see. And that's what these people did. They wanted to see black people and people of color in a different light, something different. And it took because as we can see, Hollywood, not Hollywood is like a com- big old computer whatever it sees you put into it and it's going to make money. That's what it's going to do. And it took streaming because this would have, I don't know if this would have even made it to mainstream. Like if if the box office, you know, had, had uh, the virus not hit and things. All the, this, I don't think this would have seen a, seen a light of day in the box office. And if it did, it wouldn't have made any money because there is, it does not fit the narrative. And, and that goes for, for Hollywood and for, I'm going to just be honest, black people. Because this movie, like I said, only has twenty two hundred, um, at, at you know views so far over twenty two hundred. This should be in the, if not the triple numbers, okay. But you know its it is it it is if it was a different type of movie that people have an appetite for and have fits a narrative, oh, psh, it went through the roof, you know. So shout out to the uh, Mr. Ash and the other people who put their money and time into it. It was beautiful. We need more of this and um. Please go look at Sylvie's Love, still streaming on Amazon Prime. You will not be disappointed. It is beautiful and just absolutely adorable and delicious. I loved it. Well, Georgia, that's it. We we did it again. That's it. We sure did. So, guys, I am Moya um, for another episode of How Betty Davis Saved My Life. Signing out for you, ma'am. What's your name again? And I'm Georgia and please don't forget to check us out we're on Facebook we are on all the streaming platforms Apple, iHeart, um, Casto, Spotify I'm trying to remember them all please check us out let us know what you think in the comments and be looking for us on Facebook again how Betty Davis saved my life life lessons from classic Hollywood you guys take care and we can't wait to be with you again Shaka's gonna sing us on out